Αγαπητοί ακροατές, γεια σας. Ε, είμαι ο Θοθυρής Γεωργακόπουλος, αλλά αυτό δεν είναι ακριβώς το Facebook. Σήμερα δεν έχουμε καινούργιο επεισόδιο. Αυτό που ακούτε δεν είναι καινούργιο επεισόδιο, είναι ένα interlude. Το ένατο επεισόδιο του Facebook θα επιστρέψει το επόμενο Σάββατο. Ο λόγος που φτιάχνουμε αυτό το interlude εδώ πέρα είναι ακριβώς για να σας εξηγήσω τι έχει συμβεί. Έχουν περάσει πολλές εβδομάδες από το προηγούμενο επεισόδιο του Facebook. Έχουμε σολαβήσει πάρα πάρα πολλά πράγματα. Αλλά έτσι είναι μερικές φορές στη ζωή στα φέρνει έτσι ώστε δεν μπορείς να κάνεις κανένα προγραμματισμό. Τα προηγούμενα Σάββατα δεν πρόλαβα για λόγους ασθενείας, για λόγους ανηλυμένων υποχρεώσεων να φτάσω στο στούντιο του Amagi Radio και να ηχογραφήσουμε το σύνηθες δίωρο. Επίσης, να ξέρετε ότι αυτό το δίωρο μερικές φορές παίρνει, ε, χρειάζεται μια μορφή προετοιμασία, να βρω, να βρω δηλαδή τα πράγματα τα οποία θα σας πω μερικά ηχητικά, ε, την οποία δεν πρόλαβα να κάνω τις προηγούμενες εβδομάδες, ήταν και εβδομάδες γιορτών, όχι ότι κάναμε τίποτα το τρομερά εορταστικό, να σας πω την αλήθεια, αλλά αυτό ήθελα να σας πω, να ζητήσω μία συγγνώμη ε, και να πούμε λίγο ότι μιας και είναι έντονες οι εποχές που ζούμε, είμαστε και σε προεκλογική περίοδο, τις επόμενες, τα επόμενα δύο Σάββατα θα έχουμε εκπομπές. Ε, οι εκπομπές θα είναι εξή. Πρώτη, το ένατο επεισόδιο του Facepalm, το οποίο ήδη έχει αρχίσει να ετοιμάζεται και απλά για έκτακτους λόγους, δεν προλάβαμε να έχουμε σήμερα έτοιμο, θα είναι λίγο ιδιαίτερο. Έχουμε μαζέψει ανθρώπους και τους ρωτάμε το εξής. Γιατί ζείτε στην Ελλάδα. Αυτό θα είναι το, φε... το θέμα του επόμενου Facepalm. Έχουμε μαζέψει ήδη μερικέ ενδιαφέρουσες απαντήσεις. Πρόκειται μέσα στην εβδομάδα να μαζέψουμε και άλλες και θα κάτσουμε μαζί να εξετάσουμε και να ακούσουμε γνώμες και απόψεις σχετικά με αυτό το δίλημα. Για παράδειγμα θα ακούσουμε για το αν πρόκειται όντω για δίλημα. Νομίζω ότι είναι ένα πολύ ενδιαφέρον θέμα. Και από τις απαντήσεις που έχουμε μαζέψει μέχρι τώρα είμαστε πολύ ευχαριστημένοι και νομίζω ότι θα είναι πάρα πολύ ενδιαφέρουσα η εκπομπή το επόμενο Σάββατο. Το μπέθε επόμενο Σάββατο θα είναι οι παραμονές των εκλογών. Μία μέρα πριν από τις εκλογές θα αφιερώσουμε το δέκατο και θεωρητικά τελευταίο επεισόδιο του live ε, Facebook στις εκλογές. Θα μιλήσουμε για τα κόμματα που συμμετέχουν, για τους υποψηφίου. Λίγο πολύ θα πούμε ε, αυτό που κάνω κάθε φορά πριν από τις εκλογές, που γράφω ένα πολύ μεγάλο κείμενο και το ανεβάζω στο site, θα το συζητήσουμε προφορικά. Επίσης, μέσα στις δύο επόμενες εβδομάδες θα σκεφτούμε τρόπους ώστε να συμμετάσχετε και εσείς με κάποιον τρόπο, εσείς που ακούτε. Ε, και γενικά θα επανέλθουμε. Τώρα, ας ολοκληρώσουμε αυτό το interlúdio με μερικές ενδιαφέρουσες φωνές. Ένα από τα σημαντικά πράγματα που έγιναν αυτό το διάστημα που λείπαμε ήταν η τραγωδία στο Παρίσι. Οι δολοφονίες των ανθρώπων ε, στο περιοδικό Charlie Hebdo ε, από τους φανατικούς Ισλαμιστές. Πολύ καλύτερο σχόλιο από ό,τι θα μπορούσα να κάνω εγώ, γιατί πραγματικά σοκαρισμένος και μουγιασμένος δεν μπόρεσα να κάνω κανένα ε, ιδιαίτερα έστοχο κήρυξη και λεφτό σχόλιο πάνω στο θέμα. Καλύτερα σχόλια μπορούν να κάνουν μερικοί ειδικοί. Θα σας βάλω να ακούσετε τις ε, απόψεις και τις τοποθετήσει τριών σπουδαίων Αμερικανών κομικών της τηλεόρασης. Πρώτα θα ακούσουμε τον Τζον Στιούαρτ, στη συνέχεια θα ακούσουμε τον Κόναν Ομπράιν και στη συνέχεια θα ακούσουμε τον Μπιλ Μάερ, ο οποίος είναι ιδιαίτερα λαύρος πάνω σε αυτό το θέμα της Ισλαμικής Τρομοκρατίας, ο οποίος ήταν καλεσμένος στην εκπομπή του Τζίμι ε, Κίμελ και είπε μερικά πολύ ενδιαφέροντα πράγματα. Θα τους ακούσουμε και τους τρεις στη σειρά, Στιούαρτ, Ομπράιν και Μάερ. Νομίζω ότι όλοι 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 όλο
people. Uh, but I think the hope was that 2015 would bring sort of a respite from the kinds of uh, uh, terrible events that have become all too familiar uh, for us. But, but uh, our hearts are, are with the staff of Charlie Hedbo and their families tonight. I know very few people go into comedy, uh, you know, as an act of courage, mainly because uh, it shouldn't have to be that. It shouldn't be an act of courage. It should be taken as established law. Uh, but those guys at Hedbo had it, and they were killed for their cartoons. Uh, stark reminder that, for the most part, the legislators and journalists and institutions that we jab and ridicule are not uh, in any way the enemy. Uh, for however frustrating or outraged the back and forth can become, it's still back and forth, a conversation amongst those on, uh, let's call it, team civilization. Uh, and this type of violence only clarifies that reality. But uh, of course, of course, our goal tonight <laughs> is not to make sense of this because there is no sense to be made of this. Uh, our goal, as it is uh, always, is to keep going. Keep calm and carry on, or whatever version of that saying is, is in your dorm room. As many of you know, there was a uh, terrible tragedy in France today. Twelve people were killed because a satirical newspaper made jokes that some group found offensive. Now, obviously, everyone here, all of us, are accustomed to bad news from around the world. But this story really hits home for anyone who day in and day out mocks political, social, and religious figures. In this country, we just take it for granted that it's our right to poke fun at the untouchable or the sacred. But today's tragedy in Paris reminds us very viscerally that it's a right some people are inexplicably forced to die for. So uh, it is very important tonight that I express that everybody who works at our comedy show, and believe it or not, this is a comedy show, that's what we're trying to do here, all of us are terribly sad for the families of those victims for the people of France, and for anyone in the world tonight who now has to think twice before making a joke. It's not the way it's supposed to be. So we'll move on now. We'll try to do a show. We'll do a show. We'll do a, a good show. We'll do a great show. But a terrible thing happened today in Paris. Yes. Uh, Tell them. People were killed. Oh, well, I know a lot of people are on vacation, so maybe they don't know what's going on. You're the news. host. You've got to tell them the bad news. The bad news is uh, cartoonists, uh, journalists, uh, some other people, police officers, were killed in Paris. This was really big <laughs> It is, yes. Especially in our business in particular. Right. Especially in, in your business in particular. Right. And, and we have to not avoid who did this. Who did this, Jimmy? Well, we presume, and I think no, it's, it's safe. not a presume. Uh -huh. No, no, it's Muslim terrorists. Y yes, Muslim terrorists. Right. This happens likely. way too frequently. It's like Groundhog Day, except if the groundhog kept getting his head cut off. And let's let's also give some credit to this newspaper. This was a satirical newspaper in Paris. These guys had the balls of the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, their office Their was balls bombed. were bigger than Gerard Depardieu. 
Because they kept doing it. They were firebombed. You know, their offices Absolutely. were set on fire. They continued. The editor said he'd rather die than, right. than ch change his right to free expression. For the, for the crime of being satirists, for the crime of drawing cartoons. This has to stop. And unfortunately, a lot of the liberals who are my tribe, I am a proud liberal. He's about to turn on you, so... <laughs> no, I'm not turning on them. I'm asking them to turn toward the truth, as I have been for quite a while. I'm the liberal in this debate, okay? I'm for free speech. To be a liberal, you have to stand up for liberal principles. It's not my fault that the part of the world that is most against liberal principles is the Muslim part of the world. There have been studies. We have facts on this. Treatment of women, they studied 130 different countries. 17 of the bottom 20 were Muslim countries. In 10 Muslim countries, you can get the death penalty just for being gay. They chop heads off in the square in Mecca. Well, Mecca is their Vatican City. If they were chopping the heads off of Catholic gay people, wouldn't there be a bigger outcry among liberals? I ask you. Yes. So, you know, to, to bring it home to us, because we are satirists, and I'm a satirist who deals with this subject particularly, it's kind of scary that some people say, you cannot make a joke. That's off limits. We saw this with Kim Jong-un. Yes, we did. And, and the interview. And I have to say, I was disappointed. A movie I am in. I was disappointed <laughs> by the responses. I, I For 10 seconds. <laughs> that doesn't get you off the hook. I was disappointed in the response that I saw from some people who said, well, you shouldn't, maybe we shouldn't make movies like this. We shouldn't do this kind of thing. People who don't really seem to understand how big this is, and the big picture, and how important something like that actually is. Nation. <laughs> that yeah, was I'm my tweet. Yeah. You, um... No, we, we, we have to stop saying, when something like this that happened in Paris today, we have to stop saying, well, we should not insult a great religion. First of all, there are no great religions. They're all stupid and dangerous. <laughs> And we should insult them, and we should be able to insult whatever we want. That is what True. free speech is like. There are certain people in the world who want waivers on free speech. Kim Jong-un in Korea says, you cannot make jokes about our country. Uh, and there's a lot of Muslim people in the world. I know most Muslim people would not have carried out an attack like this. True. But here's the important point. Hundreds of millions of them support an attack like this. They applaud an attack like this. What they say is, oh, we don't approve of violence, but you know what? When you make fun of the prophet, all bets are off. Do you well, really then you think do hundreds of millions of Muslims support Absolutely. this? Absolutely. That is mainstream in the Muslim world, that when you make fun of the prophet, all bets are off. You get what's coming to you. It's also mainstream that if you leave the religion, you get what's coming to you, which is death. Not in every Muslim country, in, in majority numbers, but this is a problem in the world that we have to stand up to. And again, I'm the liberal in this debate. I was brought up in a liberal family. The reason we were liberals is because we were against oppression. I was a little kid when my father told us, we're with Kennedy and against the southern governors who stand in the doorways and don't let black kids go to school. And all my life I've been for people who have 
been the, the downtrodden, the oppressed, the minorities. I've been for blacks, gays, women, Mexicans, who, who, the bullied, whoever it is. Why don't we stop right there? Not you in particular, <laughs> but I mean in general. You said it. Bill Mars for Mexicans, everybody. I heard it right here. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back. 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 I think the problem with people like this is that they are so stupid that they have no idea how stupid they are. You see, If you're very, very stupid, how can you possibly realize that you're very, very stupid? You'd have to be relatively intelligent to realize how stupid you are. There's a, a wonderful bit of research by a guy called David Dunning at Cornell, who's a friend of mine, I'm proud to say, who's pointed out that in order to know how good you are at something requires exactly the same skills as it does to be good at that thing in the first place, which means, and this is terribly funny, that if you're absolutely no good at something, at all, then you lack exactly the skills that you need to know that you're absolutely no good at it. And this explains not just Hollywood, but almost the entirety of Fox News. Mm-hmm.